Homestyle Green, episode 88. It's listener question time. We're talking Homestar, thermal mass, heating options, cooling options, and affordable eco-friendly homes. And more. G'day and welcome back to another episode of Homestyle Green. I'm the host of the show, Matthew Cutler-Welsh, and this is the podcast all about inspiring people to make a better place to live. Now, something a little bit different this week. I've had a few questions piling up in my inbox, which is great. Love questions. If you've got questions, ideas, comments, fire them through. You can get in touch with me, Matthew at homestylegreen.com. Anyway, I... That was stressing me out, stressing me out a little bit because I have been tied up with a few things recently and feeling a little bit guilty about not getting back to a few people. And I thought, well, why don't I put some responses up so that everyone can see them and then also discuss them on today's show? That way, others who probably have similar questions can also benefit from those responses. So I hope this is useful, and like I said, I'd love to get more questions, comments, and um, I also add a note here that I am by no means the expert in everything. So I have also had some great feedback on some previous episodes where some people have pulled me up on one or two things and love that too because it's great that people are tuning in and questioning stuff because that's so important out there if you hear something or read something that you're not really sure about, then you definitely want to question it, even if it comes from me. So before we get into those few questions and listener uh, questions for this week, just want to say a thanks to Nudura. Now, if you are thinking about building or adding some uh, some space to your existing home, then do have a look at Nudura. Go over to www energyefficientbuilding.co.nz or you can have a look at nadura.com for the global site. Insulated concrete form is a fantastic way of building an energy efficient home pretty cost effectively and very quickly and very well, uh, which is important. By well, I mean um, airtight, really, so that you've got control over that airflow. Even if you are looking for a solution just to get a decently insulated concrete slab then Nodora is a great place to start but why not stop why stop at the slab why not just keep on going and build yourself some quiet energy efficient walls that are going to be very strong and you're going to get them up pretty quickly as well so check them out energyefficientbuilding.co.nz or nodora.com and thank you very much to them for being a sponsor of this show now some of you may also realize uh, that I'm a day late this week. I haven't been a day late for a long time. So thanks to Ben Adam Smith over at House Planning Help and also Caesar Abade who have been keeping me inspired to, to keep this podcast regular on uh, and consistent for quite a few months now. Have to confess, things have come to a little bit of a head this week. Got a lot going on, not least of which is that it's marathon season again. And I did my first uh, marathon here in Auckland this time last year. And I was pretty exhausted leading up to that and kind of feeling the same way uh, now. It's been some long, 
weeks putting in some uh, long distance running and some training with some some guys and some uh, other dads at the local school. So I'm kind of excited for that to be over this week, um, but I do apologise for a few things piling up and not being able to get this out a day uh, earlier. Never mind. Other things that I've been doing, something that I've been thinking about for a long time actually is getting a survey out there. And a lot of people have already responded to this and I've put it out, some links on social media and also I have now put some links up on the website. So you can go to homestylegreen.com slash survey or if you head over to homestylegreen.com, there's a menu item up in the top right on the menu which is just simply says, how can I help? And that's referring to me. How can I help? And this is an important question for me because I have lots of ideas and lots of thoughts about the direction that I can take Homestyle Green. And I uh, really value your feedback, your ideas. And I know that there are really two types of people who listen to the show. There are homeowners or prospective homeowners looking at designing a a better house for yourself. And there are also some design professionals out there who are looking at ideas and uh, trying to improve their business. And I'm a passionate believer that we can get more good houses out there by having more good designers. And that's something that I'm really keen to help people with. But I want to know how best I can help you if you are in either of those two categories. And also just a bit more about What's the reality for you out there at the moment in terms of your motivation and your ability to create a better home? So love to get your thoughts on that. It's only a very short survey. It should take maybe, you can probably crank it out in three minutes, just checking a few boxes here and there and uh, firing it back. Or you can spend a little bit more time, but it probably won't take you any more than 10 minutes. And as of today, I am putting a bit of a prize draw on that. I would like to give away a $20 Amazon voucher for a lucky winner for anyone who submits. And you can submit more than once. Improve your chances. You can submit uh, a couple of times. Between now, uh, this is late October, almost the last day of October. It's almost Halloween, uh, 2014. Um, Any responses in before the 14th of December, 2014? then you will go into the draw for a $20 Amazon voucher. Loads of really good resources on building good homes and sustainable housing, eco-design, all that sort of stuff over at Amazon. So hopefully someone will put that to good use. And the other quick notice is just a few updates. Uh, Lots happening out there in the network and in the tribe. Firstly, um, really great congratulations to Murray and Leanne of the Ideal House. Uh, you can check out their episode on uh, homestylegreen.com slash 56. They are in um, podcast episode 56. Murray and Leanne have built a, a pretty amazing house uh, here in Auckland. It's a zero energy house. It's actually going to be probably zero uh, energy positive, energy negative. Whichever it is, when you, I can't remember now. The one where you generate more than what you use anyway. Uh, it's going to be that. It's going to be Passive House certified and it's also Homestar 8, which is the highest Homestar rating to date. 
So some pretty awesome eco credentials. They are having their grand opening of that home coming up also on the 14th of December this year. Having a bit of a uh, a event in town hosted by Westpac and then trucking a whole bunch of people out to visit the home. So very exciting uh, achievement and well done to Murray and Leanne for getting there. And this is not the end for them. They're, this is kind of the beginning of their journey because they are keeping that house open for two years on the weekends for people to go and have a visit. So check out, um, I'll put some links. You can check out their website. And if you want to go and have a look at that, then definitely um, get in touch with them. Jessica Ayers, I interviewed in episode 72. She is a great uh, home designer with some really interesting ideas and, and experience research from the UK. She's got a new name for her business, High Burner, and very pleased that she's got that stage sorted out um, because she was going through a bit of a branding exercise and a relaunch of her business. And I think it's going to be really exciting to see how um, both her and her husband um, emerge from that process. So they will start, well, they are trading now as High Burner um, Limited. And that there are two arms to that business. There'll be High Burner Construction and High Burner Architecture. So if you're anywhere sort of in the central South Island, definitely get in touch with Jessica because you're assured, assured to get a very good design and then also access to a very good builder there for your excellent energy efficient eco home. And finally, Caesar Abade. I um, had him on the show last week, episode 87. At the point of recording right now, he's just got three days to go of his Kickstarter campaign. So if you haven't got in there already, he has achieved his target, which means the project will be going ahead. And you still have an opportunity in the next probably two days by the time this comes out to jump in there and take up the opportunity to grab one of his um, deals. Because if you haven't had a look at uh, Kickstarter, basically you commit to supporting the campaign, but as a... um, as a result of that, as a kickback, then you also get some some benefit from that once it comes to fruition. And he's got some good deals there for supporters. So head on over to Caesar Abade's website. That's PM for the masses. And I'll also put the links to that in the show notes. Okay, now let's get into some listener questions. This first one is an email that says, I am going to be working with a client. So it's obviously a designer who has the Homestar rating of 7 in mind and thought, I should run the plans past you. Well, my response to that is definitely, I'd love to help them. I'd love to help you if you are interested in getting a Homestar rating or have any Homestar related questions. Um, I can help you out right from registration all the way through to final certification. And if you want to check out more about what Homestar is and what it's all about, then head over to homestar.org.nz and you can use uh, the contact form on my website to get in touch if you've got any specific questions about Homestar. Probably one of the the trickiest parts is the thermal analysis and there is a calculator available to Homestar assessors and they can use that calculator to figure out how comfortable 
your home or your design is going to be and how much approximately how much energy it's going to use to maintain a comfortable temperature inside. So it's a very useful process to go through. It's not just about energy though. It's a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of other stuff that it measures with respect to environmental other environmental parameters. Now the next question here is about thermal mass and it states the lower floor of our design is concrete slab um, but there's no mass, no thermal mass in the main living level. Any suggestions for achieving this in a cost-effective manner? I think this is a fairly common problem where you have a two-storey house and have a concrete floor down the bottom and maybe in some situations you've actually got some living space up the top and people want to add some thermal mass. Now, adding thermal mass into a lightweight construction can be a little bit tricky. I do know of cases, and I've put a image of a beautiful home by Eco Home, which is a um, subsidiary or another brand of hybrid homes out of Nelson. They've got some amazing, beautiful designs and really energy-efficient homes as well. And this particular house was one that I visited at the Hive, the um, Home Innovation Expo of prefabricated buildings down in Christchurch. And it's a, a timber frame house on piles and they had quite a unique flooring system where they managed to pour a 100 millimeter thick concrete slab on top of their timber framing, on top of the timber floor. And that induced very effective thermal mass because they were, they had that concrete floor, that 100 mils of slab, right up adjacent to north-facing glazing that came right down to the floor level. So it got hit by direct sunlight. And because of the size of their eaves, they had that very well positioned so that it was getting good sunlight in the winter but shaded during the summer. And that, by virtue of being in the hive, was a transportable building. So it was, by definition, I wouldn't call it a, a lightweight structure, although the rest of the house is fairly lightweight structure because it's just a timber frame house. But it was built so that it could be um, taken to pieces uh, and carted away and then put back together as a permanent home somewhere. So... It is possible to add now that was designed that was done sorry as part of the design, not as a retrofit to a previous timber floor. Alternatives for adding uh, thermal mass into an existing home or a, a lighter weight structure do include other options um, and you can think outside the box here a little bit. There's another example, the first lighthouse and uh, check out their website. Um, which I'll put a link to in the show notes, they actually added some concrete into their design, which was another timber frame uh, home in the concrete in the uh, kitchen bench top. So they had a really kind of an oversized big slab of concrete slap bang in the middle of their pretty small home. It's a, it's a little batch. And they added a big chunk of thermal mass into that concrete bench top. Now, a lot of homes will kind of get this almost by mistake because they'll have a big fat piece of um, granite or or some sort of engineered stone in the kitchen. And if you haven't done, if you haven't planned for that, then that's going to act as a as a thermal mass anyway. And if you haven't um, thought about that, then it could be detrimental because one of the things that thermal mass does, of course, is it's like a big flywheel, and if it's not 
getting warmed up by design, it's going to suck out warmth from the rest of the house until it gets to the the ambient uh, temperature of the surrounds. So um, needs to be a little bit careful with that, but it can be done. Um, as we've talked about before, thermal mass works best where you can get some direct sunlight on it, but it will also work to a degree, no pun intended, uh, where there is no direct sunlight, but you just do need to be a little bit careful about that. Um, Verena Maida also gave some very good examples of that in her interview, and that was about earth building a few episodes back. And I'll, I'll put a link to that one as well because she's got some great photos on their uh, earth building website of where some quite modern examples of mud brick and rammed earth have been used in sort of con- some, some contemporary designs to add a, a really nice aesthetic to thermal mass that's been added in, in the uh, living space. Next question is about um, heating, but also about cooling as well. And uh, the question is, I'm thinking of a gas-ducted fireplace, but we're reasonably happy we'll be able to cool the house in summer, except for an office where myself and one staff member are be, will be working and thus thinking of a wall-mounted heat pump in there. So my response to that is... First of all, think about insulation because the better your insulation is, the less important your type of heating and therefore also your cooling is. Having said that, it we can overdo it and the place where we'll notice first uh, if we've overdone it in terms of insulating and then sealing up and, and or, or glazing as well is definitely overheating in summertime. Now, with regards to cooling, mechanical cooling, it, it's definitely nice to be able to control your um, wind, your, sorry, your summer conditions passively, as in uh, without mechanical uh, cooling or ventilation. And by that, I pretty much mean opening a window. If you've got a second story, it's pretty easy in most cases to get some sort of cross ventilation. So you're getting some air movement. And in most cases in the relatively mild, moderate climates across New Zealand, that should do it in most cases. Keep in mind that air conditioning hasn't been around for that long and we've kind of come to rely on it in some of our modern buildings, but it does overcomplicate things and it is an expensive option, uh, not only for installing but also for, for running costs. We tend to think of heat pumps as being really efficient and they are efficient as a heater, when you get a, a coefficient of performance of three, which means you, you've got you've got about three times more heat output or more in some cases, three times more heat than the electrical energy that's going into them. But don't necessarily assume that there's no direct, um, uh, what am I saying? There's, it doesn't directly correlate to cooling. You don't get the same sort of... Um, uh, efficiency because it just doesn't work that way. You can't subtract energy, which is what you're trying to do when you're when you're cooling. So we're seeing this in places like Australia and hot climates where the the peak load is getting more away from winter time, where it traditionally has been, because that's where people use more energy to stay warm, and it's getting more and more towards being the summertime, and that's when 
We have some serious energy crises now in places like Australia and, and hot parts of, the, of North America is when everyone starts to turn on their air conditioning in the middle of summer. It is an expensive option. Just to put that into perspective, if you run just a, a regular fan that's just um, helping to move some air around, that'll use about 10% or one-tenth of the energy of a typical air conditioner for that same space. Now, it's not the same level of service because an air conditioner is also drying out the air in, in places like Auckland where we get warmth plus humidity. You definitely get a more comfortable result from running an air conditioner. But just know that running an air conditioner or a heat pump on a reverse cycle is going to be using about 10 times the amount of electricity as just having a fan to, to move some air. And you get a significant cooling effect from having some air moving over your skin and feeling that air movement um, just alone. Whether the, Even if the temperature is actually staying the same, we, we feel cooler because it's actually helping to, to dissipate some of that energy away from our bodies. So the short answer there is yes, you could. Put a heat pump in there and then get the benefit of a uh, mechanical cooler, cooling uh, device. But I'd be cautious about that because once it's there, you'd be very tempted to use it and it, it will be more expensive. And we do, as a country and, and not just here in New Zealand, but we do need to think about how much more we are designing in the need to cool down our, um, our living and working spaces with mechanical means instead of having cross-flow ventilation and simple simple fans to, to keep cool. And uh, finally, moving on, um, before we run out of time here, to affordable, eco-friendly houses. And I think this might have a bit of a happy ending, this one. Um, got a message a, f a while ago uh, saying, we are living in Roxburgh and I would love to chat to you about affordable and eco-friendly houses. Well, that's certainly why I started Homestyle Green. So if you are in a situation like that, if you're at the design stage for your own home or you're looking at helping with somebody else's, then I'd love to get in chat, um, in touch. Have a chat. We can hook up a time to um, to Skype and, and chat about a few options. Um, that's what I'm here for. So um, this person went on to say, we have plans drawn up to rebuild in a new configuration but decided not to proceed for a number of reasons mostly the cost, and it didn't take advantage of the sun. This is a design that they had obviously got from someone. We thought it would be easy to find plans for a small, energy-efficient place. Wrong, they say. I'm looking into SIPs panels. Well, that was very interesting, quite disappointing, but not surprising that uh, it was pretty hard to find plans, off-the-shelf plans or uh, someone to come up with a design for this person for a small energy efficient house. Uh, I guess most of the market trend is towards the other end, large and inefficient. Um, so that's a bit of a shame. And I referred this person on to Ecotech Homes and I believe that they have actually gone down that path, which is great news. I'm pretty excited about Ecotech Homes. Um, I put a link to the interview I had with Tony from Ecotech in the show notes. And if you haven't heard that episode, then definitely head on over there. But there's lots of other options. Uh, talk to the guys from Wiki House. That might not be quite on the market yet, but some great concepts there. 
Um, Dan Hayworth from Box Living. Um, you might want to talk to uh, Damon Otto for, uh, and his Cabba concept. There are lots of options out there for small energy efficient homes. Even if you went to someone like uh, EcoKit and, and hybrid homes that I mentioned before, they're sort of more more high end, but they're they're beautiful homes, and they will also with the EcoKit range um, are focusing on affordability. And keep in mind that when we're talking about affordable, I'm really only interested in the actual final price. Don't get drawn into this price per square meter argument because that makes no sense. And your price per square meter will be high by virtue of having a smaller home. But don't let that dissuade you from going down that path because it's not about the price per square meter. It's about your budget and the end result that you want to have, the type of place that you want to live in. They're kind of off-the-shelf options. Don't forget there's lots of good designers out there. Leslie England, who I interviewed, and as a result of that interview, she got loads of new work, which is fantastic. Um, she's a great designer to go to for cost-effective small homes here in Auckland. Bob Burnett, if you're in Christchurch. Guy Shaw, I'm hoping to get him on the show. He's got a great website, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, an architect who I've met in Wellington. His website is energyarchitecture.co.nz. Uh, that's Guy Shaw. You can check him out. And then, of course, Jessica Ayres, who I mentioned at the top of the show, if you're down further in the South Island around the Wanaka-Queenstown area. So lots, lots of options there. If you can't find a uh, an existing plan or design, then there are some great designers out there. And this is what this show is all about. Well, that is enough for this week. Uh, I hope you found that interesting. If you didn't, let me know. And if you did, let me know too. And if you've got other questions, queries, and ideas, then please do get in touch. My email is matthew at homestylegreen.com. And also head on over to homestylegreen.com slash survey or hit the link in the menu on the top of the website to how can I help you. And remember, if you submit some responses to that survey before the 14th of November, you'll go into the draw for a $20 Amazon gift voucher. That is it for me for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, then it'd be great if you could head on over to iTunes as well and give us a uh, rating and tell other people about the podcast as well. Thanks very much for tuning in. I'm Matthew Cutler-Welsh. This is Homestyle Green. Now go make a better place to live.